Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to bring you my biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. We even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All at the biggest discounts ever. I know my bedding products are perfect for you, and I'm extending my money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets, for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Casting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. about what you say so you scream oh please look at me living through an iphone tiktok dream rate me date me great me pay me begging for attention boo hoo you gone out of your damn mind kid nobody cares about what you do 
wanna play the victim, wanna be the hero, looking like a miserable, confused weirdo. Think you gotta figure it out for everybody else when you don't even know yourself. All your selfies ain't no revolution, they're slowing down our evolution. I suppose I need to apologize, and if I don't, you hope and wish I'd die. Oh, cool, another rule made up by a teenage rebel who loves big tech, big farm, big gut, big laws. Gonna talk about it on their new blog. You've gone out of your damn mind, kid. Nobody cares about what you want. So you cry, not true, I'll fact check you. Getting your opinion approved by some desperate, faceless, nameless, brainless, intern writer for the fake news. Hey, you're out of your damn mind. Nobody cares about what they say. Got a voice, think you got a choice. Think it's something special in the corporate white noise. Tweet this, post that, gram this, talk that, swipe left, tap here to this, not that. You think that they're on your side? They only share what they decide. You're just part of the corruption that's peddling crap for mass consumption. Oh, geez, you labeled me. Your tolerance is so extreme. Which one do I get to be? A fascist bigot or a Nazi? You're out of your damn mind, kid. Cause I don't care about what you think Oh my, heavy times Everybody's angry, living lies If you broke your world, folks Think you're gonna save the day You've gone out of your damn mind, kids Nobody cares about what you say You've gone out of your damn mind, kid Nobody cares about what you say Und dann was ist los? Woher kommt die Scheiße rein? Mein Führer, darf ich Ihnen zum Geburtstag gratulieren? Ich spreche gerade mit Koller. Koller, geben Sie mir Koller. Koller. Sie wissen, dass Berlin unter Artilleriefeuer liegt. Inflation is a worldwide problem right now. Because of a war in Iraq and the impact on oil and what Russia is doing. Hören Sie den Beschuss nicht? The 54 states. Die Russen sollen eine Eisenbahnbrücke über die Oder haben. But, you know, but I said when I ran and I got elected president, I'd be the, the senator, the, excuse me, the go from being a senator to a president for all the people. Over a billion, 200, a trillion, 200 billion dollars. Turbo charge. The emerge the ener the the excuse me tur turbocharge the emerging global clean energy clean energy economy. I was reading their quote. Sorry. <laughs> Dr. Biden thinks that uh, my wife thinks that uh, that I uh, that that we're that we're doing something very important and that I shouldn't walk away from it. I must be. Das heißt unerhört. Unerhört. Der Russe steckt zwölf Kilometer von Stadtkern. Und ich erfahre das sozusagen auf Nachfrage. <lacht>
Mein Führer, vielleicht handelt es sich ja wirklich um Fernfeuer. Sie erwinden eine Eisenbahnbrücke über die Oder. Ach, Unsinn! Hey, welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. <laughs> Holy shit. Not a bunch of screaming Nazis. The, the Hitler parodies <laughs> got away with us on that one. Woo-hoo. Okay, yeah. That's uh, too too funny. Yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> well, you didn't open any clips. I Good job. don't know which ones are supposed to be open. The ones from today. Yes. Anyway. Anywho. Yeah, that's fine. I'll so do- Twitter me this. Oh. I got a question because everybody else is asking or everybody. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Even before you get into that, because... Seriously, you know, we're going to give it tonight. We're not going to go on with it all week like everybody else is going to do. Yeah. But we're going to talk about Twitter tonight. And I'm going to tell you right now, we talked about it the other night as it came out. Um, Literally bouncing forth back in, t- in between stories and Twitter to see what had dropped. Yes. Twitter dropped everything that you and I and everyone else in both of these rooms, both on Twitch and Rumble and Cloud Rumble Hub and, and Cloud Red Hub and, and Pilled and everywhere you listen to us. You already knew this. You already knew all of this. This is nothing new. Except now there's like actual proof. The only like difference evidence. is you and I all started this road at the same time. We saw this conspiracy start as a conspiracy where we were all labeled. We all got pushed off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Twitter. You're just a fucking crackhead. Okay. We're crackheads. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now the proof is out. Mm-hmm. Now this is no longer a conspiracy theory. Now this has become a, conspiracy, a conspiracy fact. Just a conspiracy. And that's it. The part that everybody has to focus on, and this is the most important. And I was going to force you to watch, listen to Bongino, but then I said, no, I wouldn't wish that, wish that on my worst enemy. Thank God. However, the You've biggest- done it many times before. The biggest way. takeaway- is Twitter and the FBI show that there was a collusion between the two Mm -hmm. all the way through up until and including the 2020, the 2022 election. And I'm willing to bet 2016 too. Probably. And I'm actually more than willing to bet that I actually have some of that, which we're going to get to too, because not just, you know, those high rollers up there, do they have sources, but I too have fuckers as well, and they are my sources. And my sources give me better information than fucking the other assholes do. But as it was written once before, Twitter is only one piece of the puzzle. In so many ways, the company has been more willing to be a lackey for the mastermind of the plot. The distinction goes, of course, to none other than the FBI. Mm-hmm. Now, some people have said some things over the course of the last 24 hours, one of them being why was the FBI looking into Twitter for more than a year? Um, and I asked the question right off the bat. I said, how do you know it was more than a year? And the person went on to tell me that, well, through source, source, you know, source workings and the way that the FBI hires and handles clandestine confidential human sources. I said, okay. And your expertise and your knowledge in this goes far beyond probably mine, but I'll just play, play ball with you for now. I'll pretend that you know more than I do. Well, long story short, 
the individual didn't. But what he did refer to is if you remember it, just after the Steele dossier leaked, initially the FBI would not re- release how they classified their confidential human sources. However, due to a FOIA request, all of those things were opened up. And when all those things were opened up, we learned how the FBI goes through their routine ability to acquire confidential human support, human sources. Okay, well, that gives the proof. That's proof, Mick. It is. You're absolutely right. However, it is also clearly written in their documentation. If you're going to use this source for a reoccurring source, yes, he has to go through all of those checks. However, if the individual is a one-time source or better yet, a fellow federal agent, he neither needs to be impugned and asked, questioned as to what his loyalties are, why he's coming forward, where he, where he has his placement and access and where he gets his information. None of that has to be questioned. So my point is, is they had eight federal agents on the ground that day, not eight confidential human sources. They had eight federal agents that they thought would play off in the crowd, disappear amongst all of us, and just kind of filter into the background. Well, what didn't happen is they didn't filter into the background. They looked nothing like us. And the worst part, they stood out from about 12 miles away, and everybody knew who they were. Hmm. So again, I ask, how did you get that the FBI had been investigating January 6th and the rioters of January 6th one year before? If they can hire confidential human sources and other federal employees to go out and stand amongst a bunch of MAGA Republicans, do you really think they've been investigating? The last thing they wanted was dick beaters on this from the federal government that far out because they knew we'd find it. Forget the fact that what we just learned in this Twitter unleashing that fucking Elon Musk has given us. Forget that because that is a big deal that I I don't care. Whatever Elon releases from here on out and we you made a comment to him while he was on his Q&A session and uh, she she read me what he was talking about. And I was just like, oh, my God, you should fucking send him a. Text him a comment right now. We tweeted him a comment and we said, hey, we want all of it. We just don't want the left side. If Trump was doing the same thing, I want that too. I want every Republican that went to Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey or any cocksucker there in or without. And I want to know what they said. I want to know what they paid. And I want to know who they had thrown off of Twitter. If it's a Republican, you're damn right I want to know about it. Because guess what? They ain't a Republican no more. We'll fucking shit their ass to the fucking street and say, get the fuck out of here. Beat it, bitch. I want to know everything that was done both in 2020, 2016, and 2022. I want to know it all. I want to know what the Republicans did. I want to know what the liberals did. I want to know what the president did. If Trump is behind this shit too, and you're telling me that Trump had an open back door to go talk to Jack Dorsey and Twitter to have tweets removed, I want to know about it. 
I want to know about the millions that you're claiming that Democrats paid Twitter. And this is Elon that's claiming this. Elon made this tweet earlier today that a thousands of Democratic nationalists gave money to Twitter to remove tweets, Republican tweets. Kind of want to know about it. I want to know about every dime that was spent at Twitter. If Twitter wants to be truly transparent, they need to release everything, not just the liberal shit. I don't want to know about just liberals. I want to know about other fucking foxes that might be in my hen house. That's what I want to know about. I want to know about what other turd burglar I got to drop off at the fucking Cosby kids pool. That's the one I want to know about. I don't want to know about any of this other bullshit. I don't want to know about this, this other, I don't care. What I want to know is what the federal government ordered Twitter to do to U.S. citizens. And also realize at the same time that if this lawsuit gains any traction, that my boy fucking, um, what's his name? Um, Gary, uh, not Gary Busey, but, um, what, James Woods? James Woods. If Jimmy Woods lawsuit gains any traction, this is going directly to the Supreme Court. I can tell you that right now. This will be the biggest First Amendment case ever heard by our Supreme Court. It will change social media. It'll change social media. It will change everything. If this case gains any traction and this goes in front of the Supreme Court, what James Woods is arguing is that the federal government restricted, restricted his First Amendment right by banning him and censoring him on Twitter at the behest of liberals, not at the behest of anybody else. They ruined his career. The federal government, he will have the, if he wins that case, he will have the right to sue the federal government mm -hmm. for a First Amendment violation. And those normally aren't small. No, and we can all join in on a class action lawsuit. Everyone that got kicked off. It, oh, all through yep. all of my social media one day. Yep. Uh, real quick. Now with that, WikiLeaks. Um, Twitter I, leaks. I don't know if I'd call them Twitter leaks, but the other well, one that I heard they're trending. going after, they're not going after um, WikiLeaks as bad as they're going after. What's the other one where people can write in and um, the liberals right now are trying to censor, which makes absolutely no sense. But um, the online encyclopedia with the, not Britannica, but um, what's that other one? Wikipedia. So you can go in and edit. Yeah. This stuff in Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. They they um, they um just edit it somewhat. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is what I think we should do is get enough of us as clowns to go on to Wikipedia and change everything in Wikipedia so it's hateful to Democrats just across the board. Just go in, make up an account and change everything. Remember, it's got to go up for approval. It's not like it happens overnight. However, if you make it light enough that it, it doesn't look like you're really changing all that much, but you change like a huge sentence in it. Like I used to go into Wikipedia and edit it like right in the middle of a big paragraph. I would write, you're a fucking moron if you're reading this and then put a period and just leave it in there. 
And there's still some shit you can go on Wikipedia and find. It says you're a fucking moron if you're reading this. Yeah. Yeah. Wikipedia, you can, you uh, can edit. edit entries. That's what I'm saying. But, that, but they're they trying can, to they censor Wikipedia. It. Yeah. They can, you can revise it and, and they, they can, can lock, go back they and can revise lock the entry. it. Yeah. yeah. They can, yeah. They can lock things up. But if you get in there fast, it's pretty funny. But I say, fuck it. Let's yeah. just go fuck with yeah. all of it. So the, the left wing media, which is 99% of it, um, is really like mainstream media that is, is they're not talking about they are, Twitter. They are trying to sweep this as far under the rug as they possibly can. And as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. because the faster they get it up under the rug yep. and the, the more it's not out on the table stinking, it's like a dead body. Folks. Oh, yeah. The longer you keep a dead body out for the elements, it starts to stink. This is the same thing. This is what fucking the mainstream media is doing. They're like, oh shit, put that shit away. He stinks. That so motherfucker as far reeks. as I know, the only one that's talking about it is alternative media and Fox news. And that's it. Um, and like sky news and shit, but anyway, and everybody else play, making play fun this, of us. Well, yeah, that too, but play this one. Cause they're like, Oh, that's a big nothing burger. Okay. The government conspired with big tech to violate people's first amendment. Right. That is fascism. Number one, Nazism, um, I, I, besides just completely illegal and unconstitutional. I mean, that just, that's not, um, that's not America. So yeah. Anyway, um, go, go ahead and, and play this first clip. Now that I have all the clips up and organized, I think just took you long enough. Fuck off. We got stuck in traffic and I'll let the kid drive most of the way. Welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. This is a Fox News Alert. One of the most extraordinary moments in the history of social media is unfolding right now as we speak. And it began when Elon Musk took control of Twitter. When he bought the company, he promised to reveal its corruption, the extent to which Twitter had engaged in politically motivated censorship, including the unlawful, the illegal censorship of American citizens at the direction of the U.S. government. Well, tonight, less than an hour ago, Musk began to make good on that promise. Twitter shared a trove of internal documents with Matt Taibbi of Substack. Those documents are coming out again as we speak. And what they prove so far is very serious. Those documents show a systemic violation of the First Amendment, the largest example of that in modern history. These documents show that, among other things, political officials in the Democratic National Committee We're directing censorship at Twitter ahead of the 2020 election. One Twitter official wrote on October 24th, 2020, that he had received, quote, an additional report from the DNC. So the DNC was telling Twitter what to pull off the site and Twitter was complying. Next morning, to prove it, a Twitter official confirmed the post had been deleted. I grabbed the first one, that Twitter employee wrote. Twitter was also following instructions directly from the Biden campaign in the final days of the presidential campaign. One of the documents proves that officials on the Biden team routinely directed Twitter to remove posts that reflected poorly on Joe Biden. Quote, more to review from the Biden team, read one internal email from a Twitter employee just days before the 2020 election. That email included a list of several Twitter accounts that had criticized Joe Biden. The reply, quote, handled. We just checked. Now, those accounts remain suspended today. So Twitter was permanently censoring users at the request of the DNC and the Biden campaign. That is new. Many suspected it. Now it has been absolutely confirmed by internal documents. And of course, the New York Post Twitter account was banned. Why? Because they had a story that might have changed the outcome of the 2020 election. And Twitter knew that perfectly well. 
They had accurate information about Hunter Biden's laptop. The Post reporting directly implicated Joe Biden and the Biden family in an ongoing scheme to sell influence, to leverage Biden's job as a government official, to sell the prestige and the power of the U.S. government to China and Ukraine. That scheme, that ongoing scheme that unfolded over years, made the Biden family millions of dollars. Ten percent of that money was reserved, as you know, for the big guy, meaning Joe Biden. So that was information that might have changed the outcome of the election. And that is precisely why Twitter prevented its users from reading it. Twitter went so far as to block its users from privately sharing the New York Post story on Twitter direct message. So anyone attempting to share the story about Hunter Biden's laptop was told it was unsafe. Now, that measure preventing users from sharing information privately is something that Twitter reserves in normal circumstances only in the most extreme cases, Taibbi writes, like stopping the transmission of child pornography. But in this case, information that might have hurt Joe Biden's chances of becoming president were invoked. And they were applied even to the sitting president's press secretary, Kayleigh McEnany. Internally, Taibbi writes, quote, the decision was made at the highest levels of the company, but without the knowledge of CEO Jack Dorsey, with former head of legal policy and trust Vijaya Gotti playing a key role. All suspected, now confirmed. Now, in public, Twitter and its many allies and the rest of the media claimed that the New York Post story violated the hacked materials policy that Twitter had on its books. But internally at Twitter, everyone understood that was just a pretext. The laptop had not been hacked and it wasn't of Russian origin. And by the way, as of right now, it's 8.04 Eastern time. There is no evidence in this ongoing thread from Matt Taibbi that Twitter had received confirmation from the U.S. government even that the laptop was fake or from Russia. They just made it up. According to Taibbi, one official admitted that, quote, hacking was the excuse, but within a few hours, pretty much everyone at Twitter realized that wasn't going to hold, but no one had the guts to reverse it. One communications official at Twitter, Trenton Kennedy, wrote this, quote, I'm struggling to understand the policy basis for marking this, the laptop story, as unsafe. Twitter's former head of trust and safety, UL Roth, explained that Twitter had to censor the story so that Donald Trump would not be reelected president. Quote, the policy basis is hacked material, though, as discussed, this is an emerging situation where the facts remain unclear. Given the severe risks here and the lessons of 2016, meaning Trump could get elected, we're erring on the side of including a warning and preventing this content from being amplified. This played out to some extent in public. Now we know what was happening within Twitter. But the whole country knew that something was being censored. A lot of people couldn't. No, the whole country knew there, Tucker. The, uh, I mean, well, because half the country you're, you're, did anyway. You're scared to say it. The whole country knew that Twitter was censoring Republicans. Yeah, a political bias. A, a completely Complete political, political bias. bias. Right off the bat. And it gets worse. Because not only that did we find that out in those little posts, we also found out that the FBI met weekly with not only Twitter, but Facebook and everybody else as well. Weekly. 
An FBI agent testified to Republican attorneys, attorney general this week that the FBI held weekly meetings with big tech companies in Silicon Valley ahead of the 2020 presidential elections to discuss disinformation on a social media on social media and ask about their efforts to censor the information. My point is this. When you walk up and you go like this. Hi there, Mr. Big Tech Guy. My name is uh, Special Agent Mick. I'm with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. At that point, I just identified myself as a member of the U.S. federal government. How can you say that the federal government had no hand in this when the FBI was meeting with these pricks weekly? The FBI was telling them what to do. No, no, no. Oh, that story's got to go. You can't print that. Under orders from the government. You can't make this shit up. These retard liberals are so quick. Oh, my God. They love communism. They love socialism. I've never heard more people dying to lose freedom. Exactly. And more people fighting to keep it. I mean, uh, uh, now... Literally, the internal Democrat document said that the First Amendment is not absolute. Yes. Yes, it is. It's the most absolute without the first. You don't have the second. That's why they made it the first one. Holy shit. It's like they skipped over fifth grade social studies. The one year you learn about the American Revolution and you learn about the U.S. Constitution. They failed fifth grade. Every single liberal has failed fifth grade, doesn't know the first thing about the fucking U.S. Constitution or our form of democracy at all. I mean, I, I knew that when Barack Obama was elected simply because your mother told me, as she was my fifth grade teacher, that I could never be elected president, not because I'm a woman, but because my mother was not born in this country. Because depending on which interpretation of the Constitution you look at, a natural born citizen means that both of your parents have to be born in this country in order for you to be considered eligible to be president. That's how I learned the Constitution in fifth grade. Now, apparently, you don't even have to be born here. So whatever. Well, shit, it doesn't even matter if you're a U.S. citizen or not. If your parents aren't, you can be a freaking anchor baby like Cameltoe and, and you know, be eligible to be president. So, hey, it's all it's all good. But um, the worst but- part about this, and this is the part that frustrates me more, most. Remember, when all this stuff started, this started when Republicans had not only control of the House, but we had control of the Senate. We also had control of the presidency. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. oh, and by the way, Elon Musk also said that Republicans were making contact Absolutely. with Twitter. Absolutely. So this is my point. Twitter, you want to be upfront and honest? Fine. Let's be upfront and honest about it. Drop it all. Drop it all. We want to see I all of it. want everything. But I want Republicans and I want liberals. I want everybody that wears the moniker of U.S. government somewhere in their title. If they sent you a fucking email, I want to see it. I think you need to you either need to stop pounding on the table or you need to put the camera back on its own stand because you pound the table way too much and you make the camera shake. It doesn't shake. I watch the head. The I, head tells it, me. It, literally, I just watched it shake. That's the first time it shook. No, it shook before. Anyhow, but what is the federal government going to do about it? Because they're a bunch of fourth graders. Nothing. Oh, no, 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 nothing. I have yet. Really? I have have yet to hear of one 
committee being formed. I have yet, no, 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 no. Retaliation, no, no. darling. It's Retaliation. Re- it's hysterical. It's hysterical because you know what? I was looking at the congressional record today. I could not find any initiation of any committee looking into Facebook or Twitter on both sides in the Senate or the House, could not find it on the congressional record today. So whatever they're saying here, this is pure smoke and mirrors. Remember, there's still politicians at the end of the day. They still got to get their bread butter. Well, actually, this is Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch. So go ahead and-, and I give and a fuck less. It's play, immaterial. Play clip and, because I think you'll be- I, I don't think I will. Interested in what nope, he has to say. I don't okay. think I will be. Because they still have made- So this is the first Monday after the release, right? They I, I have, don't- I don't mean what they're going to do about it as far as that's concerned. I mean what they're going to do about it as far as going after Elon. Oh, I know they're coming after the, Elon. Exactly. Everybody no, they're not going to do shit about about the, the actual crime. Well, you got to be gonna, a little bit more they're specific. Shoot the because right now, I think you're being very Atlantic about this. <laughs> so stop being I so Indian and let's move, let's move back into the Southern what Ocean. What do you think retaliation means? Who do you think they're going to retaliate against? No, no, Republicans retaliating against fucking No, the Twitter. government retaliating against Elon. Well, that, I mean, whatever, that doesn't surprise me. Shit, they already took our First Amendment right. Exactly. They took my First Amendment right. They just stole it, said, fuck you, you don't have one anymore. Good to know. <sighs> Joining us now with more on that Q&A, Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton. Tom, it was great to see you in there last night. We were both yeah, got a chance to talk to Elon Musk. I'm curious, what did you have in mind as you asked that question of Elon? Well, I was concerned because I saw President Biden um, shortly after the election in his uh, celebratory news conference uh, talk about wanting a national security review of Elon Musk. And of course, you've had a series of Democratic senators also criticize him. And so one has to wonder whether he's going to be targeted the way uh, Trump and others have been targeted uh, by the Biden administration, uh, you know, which, as we also know, has very much an interest, a keen interest in having censorship online continue. They're devoted to, quote, policing misinformation. And when anyone hears that, that translates into censorship of Americans. And uh, one of the other interesting things he mentioned yesterday was he was going to look into uh, the portal that uh, Twitter has set up for friends, including Biden administration agencies, uh, to try to censor Americans. So I'd be interested to see what else is going to come out from the Twitter files in that regard. Yeah, yeah. He, he talked about, I think they almost talked about it like a backdoor. The government agencies could come into essentially the inner workings of Twitter and go. And again. I've said this before. The worst thing that could ever happen to this country is big tech and government working together. Yep. You are guaranteed no privacy. You are guaranteed nothing. We are humans. Humans are stupid. We do dumb shit. It's the point of being alive. But my point about this is look at these. These motherfuckers are scared to say it. They don't want Eli to drop everything. Why? Elon. Why do they not want Elon to drop everything? Think you just saw these two homos up here on the screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to talk to him too. You're pointing your question. What was it? You didn't ask him like, what about Republicans? 
What about Repu- I want to know what the Republicans were doing too. I want to know what both were doing. Don't think that I'm I'm a one-sided hater. No, I hate them all. Let's let's clean cut this motherfucker if we have to. Uh they they had a uh, a saying in Vietnam. It was called slash and burn. The objective was slash and burn. They were killing all the foliage in the in the in the jungle. So the bombers could see from the sky what they needed to drop bombs on. I'm telling you, drop it, Elon. Show me you have a set of real nuts and you're not some fake fucking wannabe. Um, well, here's what Antichrist. Elon, here's what Elon said for himself. Show me you're not a fake wannabe Antichrist. Show me you're the real thing. Yes, we're equal opportunity haters around here as well, Sparky Boy. Yeah, I was just wondering if all all accounts that were requested to have things taken down by the DNC and by the Biden campaign, even ones that have nothing to do with the Hunter Biden laptop, if they will also be released. Yes, um, the uh, intent is to release uh, all the files. Um, so it's not like anything that's hidden or anything. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you cut out. Yeah, you cut out for a second. Yeah. You were answering. Alex. I mean, I think this is, you know, this is like whatever Stasi files or, um, you know, truth and reconciliation. Like Nelson Mandela would say, you know, it's it's if you want reconciliation, there must be truth. So, um, that's that's the intent here. Intent here is to just make make it clear what was happening, and provide transparency about the past. And in doing so, to build trust about the future. Awesome. So do you think that Twitter could also like have an automatic um, notification if anyone was, say if their account was requested content taken down? Do you think there could be something like that implemented? Um, Yeah, I mean, you mean it's like, a, like if a, if a government has a takedown request or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If a government example, says, "Hey, we want you censored," I mean, I think, yeah, like for example, even Germany James would let you know, right? So why doesn't America? Yeah. yeah. Or with James Woods, for example, how his content was uh, they requested his content be removed. Say if that happened for from the, like the Biden campaign. Um, yeah, I, uh, I think both. Uh, past and future requests should be made public. Um, and sunshine is, sunshine is a great disinfectant. And so if, 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 uh, if he is, uh, you know, is it, like if, if they request content takedowns that are embarrassing, then they'll be less likely to request those content takedowns. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, Twitter, it doesn't have a choice but to abide by the laws Okay, well. So it sounds to me like it was that guy that was talking about the Biden campaign specifically, but Elon said, we're going to release all of the files. He wasn't he wasn't being partisan about it. Well, it just seemed like the first 32 that's come out, all right, because nothing else has come out since then. Yeah. All right, we had the first 32 that came out. Look, all I'm saying is that the first 32 that came out, they were all fucking liberal-based. There was no Republican shit in there. I want to hear everything. I want to know everything. I don't think it's, 
I don't think it's fair to just go after the liberals here. If Republicans were doing the same shit, I want to know. Absolutely. Because I think as a we are the people that are going to vote on these morons. Right. So nine o'clock tonight is going to be part two. I, I heard I we're the morons that are going to vote on these idiots. Right. If we're going to vote on them and the worst thing is an uneducated electorate. Absolutely. Then educate us, motherfuckers. Tell us who the shitbags are. We won't vote for them. Yeah. As Sparky said, public trust only regained by access to it all. And Elon said that on Saturday on the chat. I, I, I love the fact that she, they, good. I, I, now, I just Barry, Barry I Weiss, don't trust anyone. Don't trust anyone. Nobody. None of you. Don't trust me. Don't trust her. Don't trust the fucking soul. See, all right. Barry Weiss doing part two is a little concerning for me because she she was ultra liberal. And while she's gotten a little she's she's gotten a little red pilled on some things because she got censored and she didn't like it. Um, she's still a um, COVID idiot. I, I read her sub stack as much as I can. That's about as far left leaning as I get in the sub stacks. And most of my sub stacks are COVID and, and jab related. Um, and, uh, and she's, she was still very like, you know, mask up jab. Up kind of jab. A thing. Yeah. So that is <clears throat> good. Lindsay, you shouldn't trust us. Oh, she said she does trust us. Well, you shouldn't trust you us. Shouldn't. You shouldn't trust, you shouldn't anybody. trust anyone. Haven't we taught you one thing? Don't trust well, anybody. It, it, well, and except unless you meet them in person and look them in the eye and spend time with them. And then you trust during things. That's that's and, a different story. And we have met Lindsay and spent time with her. This and, is true. So, yes. So there's that's a, that is a different story. Um, I'm glad you don't Biden suck stuff because I'll never <laughs> trust your ass. Because all I'm afraid of is you're going to run up one day when I'm not even paying attention and kick me right in the balls there from behind. Um, but so Barry, Barry Weiss. Now, maybe... Maybe in going through the Twitter files, she will see something that will lift the wool from over her eyes. But that's just me sucking on the Hopi and pipe, honestly, because I, 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 I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see, but I'm not sure. Anyway, Elon had something else to say. It was um, don't hold rather, out hope, rather interesting. Maybe she's going to do maybe what he's doing is this. Maybe I get it now. Because Matt Taibbi is pretty liberal, too, by the way. I mean, not really. He, he also got censored. Not but really. He was liberal. He's got he, a he, he no. He's, he, he's been a very red. He's not mm, as red. He's not conser. I would not consider not conservative, him conservative. No. But I would consider him a Republican for his stances and what the way he votes. That well, being said, at this point, if you don't cut your dick off and you know wave a like a multi whatever the hell flag yeah, a, around, a then you're pride considered flag? a conservative. No, it's it's not even the gay pride flag anymore. They have like all their different freaking logos. LBGQ plus MIA. Yeah, whatever. It's ridiculous. One, two, three, four, you five, know, six, if, seven, If you eight, don't nine, jump up yeah. and down for that, then you're considered a, a you know. I, I can't a jump far, up for, uh, for far left. Up and down for that because my. Far right, whatever. So, my tits anyway. hang in between my legs. I, I know. Yeah. So yeah. I can't jump up and down for that. It's bad if you do. It's I mean, not good. mine are bigger than yours and I still jump up and down. Anywho. Nobody, nobody cares. Don't you remember the beginning? It, it, it ended nobody with cares. no one cares. No one cares. That's the Seriously, point. No one cares. Say whatever you want. <laughs> nobody cares. Uh, yeah. Thank you. This is Tom Fitton with Judicial Watch, Elon. Appreciate your public service and your transparency efforts here. You know, my concern is, you know, as the head of a watchdog group is the government corruption in response, you know, not only to what you potentially may uncover, but in response to what you're doing. 
And when you have the president of the United States from the podium celebrate his election victory for by calling for a national security review of your activities, you have senators, high, you know, focusing on you. You have other government agencies investigating you and your other businesses. Uh, are you concerned, A, about the retaliation? And B, are you seeing evidence of it already? Hey, I'm muted, Elon. Well, government is slow to act. So this is the thing about it that's important to preach about anything, anything government related is that they're not nimble. They are slow. So I think the actions that um, that we'll see, and I think there probably will be some actions, will will will, will happen, but they'll happen slowly. Um, and it's only been a, it's only been a month so far, but I wouldn't. I would expect. Uh, I would expect some. You know, there's probably not. There's probably at least a few nefarious things that are in the works right now. Um, probably, I, I say, it's, would be uh, naive to assume that there are no nefarious things. Um, and so, I guess if, they, if but I, I, I will just expose them on Twitter and see what happens. Well, the most important thing, you don't have any suicidal thoughts, do you, Elon? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not have any suicidal thoughts. I, uh, I, I, if I committed suicide, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that was, that was, that was, that was a good one. Literally, Elon just said he wouldn't have seen himself. It, it, it's almost like he said it jokingly, but he's but really. serious about he's it. He's like, hey, Hillary, don't Epstein me. So what I'm wondering if, is Elon playing this like he's giving the liberal shit to the Republican and the Republican shit to the liberal. And I wonder if he's trying to make it fair and balanced so that they just fucking throw everything out there. I mean... I, I think he's just like, fuck it, just expose it all. So hey, fuck it. Why isn't it why isn't Elon doing this? Why that that's my big question. Why is Elon not going on Twitter and dropping this from his account? Um, he is giving it to journalists to go through and, yeah, and drop. Journalists that have mm -hmm. been proven to be corrupted by both the left and the right. Well, I'm thinking he I thinks wish, that Matt Taibbi and, and Barry Weiss. Elon, are I know you don't listen to us. Corrupted? I don't know. I know you don't listen to us because I'm way too far right for you. But even though I'm more dead center than than you, but whatever. Uh, point being is, if you have an opinion about this, Elon, dead serious. Just if if you're trying to show that Twitter's trying to be open, then just lay it out there. Just put it out there. Put everything out there. Yeah. Do, Open do it up. A, do it. Do do like. Do a massive dump and be, do it from your account. You're in charge. Be Julian you're, Assange. When in charge, be in charge. Just fuck it all. Let you're it in charge. Let it go. Absolutely. Burn it down. You're not. You don't. Uh, you don't get it. Twitter's not gonna go anywhere if you do that. Advertisers are already coming back. If you don't do that. Twitter's not going to be around much longer. Amazon and Apple are both back to advertising on Twitter. Those are your two moneymakers, Elon. Yeah. Just saying. So, um, call me a retard, but yeah. So, uh, I, I guess I'm just special. Hold on. Wait, before we get to this, 
I don't give a fuck. Where's the James Woods? Where is mine? I don't want the James Woods Woods one. This is the one I want. Okay. This, this is something we talked about. We talked about this about four months back, five months back now. (laughs) Twitty leaks sounds too much like breastfeeding problems. Ooh, titty leaks. (laughs) Twitty leaks. (laughs) I think twatter leaks would have the same issue. That might be a bleeding problem, though. You might need some depends. Depends? It depends. <laughs> what happened to you tonight? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> anyway, the bigger... I survived another drive home with our teenager. Okay. <laughs> as, he, as long as he doesn't drive like you, we're fine. Another really, really, really scary part of this, and this is something that'll, again... A lot of people are just overlooking. Oh, geez, the information's right here. But wait a minute. It's showing us how we've been constantly fucked in the ass. I knew you were going to do it. You think that I don't know that each one of you has been waking up with the night sweats over this for eight years. Eight years. Not really. These sons of bitches prison fucked us in the ass and then they wiped their dicks on our grandma's drink. We have been living in silent fear ever since. Yeah, we're victims. We don't talk about it. We don't. We try and talk about it. No one listens. No one does. But this is more. Well, y'all do. We appreciate it. As a sign of our support for free speech here at Fox News at night, let's bring in tonight's bipartisan political panel, Fox News contributor Richard Fowler and California GOP chairwoman Jessica Milan Patterson. Welcome to you both. I want to put this tweet up. This is Elon Musk, and he says the following, quoting here, why are so many in the media against free speech? This is messed up. And he's got a point, Jessica, because, you know, you look at the First Amendment and right after freedom of speech comes freedom of press. You would think journalists, you would think the media would want more robust debate. Listen, we've seen big tech putting their finger on the scale for a very long time, Um, whether it was suppressing the Hunter Biden story uh, before the election or banning people altogether from. I was locked out of my account for 12 days and I'm a very uncontroversial person on Twitter. And we've seen big tech putting their finger on the scale. And I think that this is going to be a big concern for Americans. And I think they enjoy the transparency that Elon Musk has brought to the organization. Yeah. Now, now, now to be fair here, um, we, we've seen enough Republican women over the years. And you Republican women know what I'm talking about. You, you, you conservative women know what I'm talking about. You as well. And we've seen some conservative women over the years that have graced our TV screens and our, you know, computers and whatnot. Fox News tends to, you know, hire for looks and pray for brains, but sometimes they do okay. Yeah, but here, here we have what has to be the ugliest Republican woman I have ever seen. And go figure, she's the head of the California GOP. Yeah, she's got like five jabs. What do you want? Holy shit, look at her. That's what happens when you have five jabs. She looks dead. I'm just wow, wow. It's the first time I've ever seen this woman, and I'm like, wow, it's a rough one. That looks like a car wreck. I could not turn my head uh, my head away from. Some people call it transparency. Other people call it different things. Richard Fowler. Here's Peter Ducey with the White House Press Secretary, Karine Jean Pierre. Watch. 
You're saying that you're keeping an eye on Twitter because it might not be a suitable platform. So why use it? The president has always said, and he has been very, very uh, clear in his belief that it is important of social media platforms to continue to take steps to reduce hate speech and misinformation. You know, Richard, I keep looking at this and I think, when did Apple and Google and Twitter and the White House suddenly become the protectors of all speech that's acceptable? Look, that's a good question. I think we first, before we can even get to that question, we have to define free speech and who we're protecting free speech from. In the Constitution, no, when, they, when our founder no, 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 I will not allow this. You're not going to sit here on my show. It's a clip. Redefine what the First Amendment, that's why I'm losing my mind. Redefine what the First Amendment is. No, this is my point. This is, oh, and don't think that Matt Taibbi has nothing to worry about. Oh, Matt Taibbi lost 17 sponsors in one day. Oh, yeah? One day. 17 sponsors pulled their sponsorship from fucking Matt Taibbi today. Substack, so basically seven people that paid him seven bucks a month unsubscribed. Well, uh, no, no, these are big. These are corporate sponsors. Okay. These are like, he's got stuff that he sponsors on his Substack that pop up. Gotcha. Pop that up ads, yeah. pull their shit, that pulled all their shit and walked. Okay. So that motherfucker doesn't get, but this is what they're doing. They're now redefining what free speech is. Yeah, babe. But what else do I have to show you? Sparky's right, but he's black. I, uh, no, 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 no. We don't call that anymore. That's racist. He's a, but he's a person of color. He's a person of color. Come on now. You gotta get right. Come on. Come on, mm -hmm. Sparky. Jesus. Look, the point is, folks, I, I don't have to show you anything more than that clip. In that clip, it showed you the rights perspective. You heard the moron in the middle talk. And then you heard the asshole on the other side talk. And that motherfucker said, well, wait, well, wait a minute. We so, got to define so what how free did, speech how did he, is. How did he define free speech? Uh, do you want me to continue? I mean, I'm kind of interested now. <laughs> okay. I, really? Understood you have the freedom of speech. That is That protection is a protection that the Constitution gives the American people from the government. The government cannot block you from having free speech. Now, what a company chooses to do, a private company, a public company, that's completely different. That's why you can't go into an AMC movie theater, for example, and yell fire. Because yes, AMC can, can ban you from their movie theaters. But it's worth pointing out here. So, let me bring up my point to this dipshit's point as this stupid fucking liberal maybe he was getting there he's trying no i've already watched it okay. he doesn't get there i'm not gonna subject you all to it the point mm -mm. thank you tara my god it was thank at the you. behest of the government tara yes. tara tara got it this is yours thunder 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 kicks. get the fuck oh, out of here oh. Oh. <laughs> The problem, moron, is when the government requests you to take down somebody's Twitter handle. That's not at a private citizen requesting a private company do something. That is the federal government telling a private company, you no longer have the freedom of speech. You can't do that, dumb shit. That's why James Woods is going to win this lawsuit.
I can't wait till this goes to the Supreme Court because social media, as you know it, is about to get ass raped. Ass raped on nightly news. You know, it's it's interesting. It's interesting that you say that because um, Twitter is not the only one that censors. And I, I guarantee that um, Facebook and YouTube were also censoring at the behest of the government. Yep. However, there's something that YouTube didn't censor. And should have. That they should have. So, of course, you know, uh, streaming, and this is um, this is from News Punch. Streaming, what flames coming out of their butthole? Streaming giant YouTube is cracking down on content creators and users who leave comments that are critical of pedophiles. Banning a host of popular channels and removing comments, citing rules against harassment and bullying. If anyone dares to suggest in 2022 that there is no place for adults engaging in sexual acts with young children. I am not even kidding. Do you now know why we are not on YouTube? Do you now know? Like, look, when we started this, we were thinking to ourselves, where can we go? Because the last place we wanted to be is on a platform like YouTube. So according to YouTube, if a news channel investigates a prominent individual and discovers that they have a history of sharing child abuse imagery and content, as well as advocating on social media for the legalization of pedophilia, that news channel must not report on what it's found. If the news channel considers the information to be in the public interest and does report on the child abuse material, that news channel will be terminated, banned, and completely removed from YouTube. So why would YouTube take this position, you ask? Doesn't it go against all of our traditions of protecting children? Doesn't it? If you're confused as to why YouTube would take this position, congratulations. You still have a heart, a soul, and you have not been corrupted by the globalist elite and their PR department, the mainstream media. Unfortunately, the globalist elite, led by the World Economic Forum, have been so successful in rolling out their agenda that major social media networks and YouTube now consider pedophiles to be a protected minority. Whoa, whoa, wait Not a minute. Lynn's, Lynn's just said, hold on, time out. I, fuck, I, <laughs> I haven't heard this one. This is news to me, Lynn's. I hope you have receipts because <laughs> people are going to be asking for them. Facebook is talking Facebook about, is talking removing, about news. removing news from its platform altogether. That is huge. Well, huge. That's, I, I think um, the legalization of pedophilia or not allowing content creators to expose pedophilia is is a little bit bigger. But anyway, I do, too, because that's actually a crime. Yes, exactly. So while they won't outline this position officially for fear of backlash, we can prove that this is position that they're taking. We can also prove that it goes back to the top. Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. Let's take a look at what happened on YouTube this week. In case you're not aware, the People's Voice channel, which had been reporting on the Balenciaga Pedogate scandal, was abruptly and without warning canceled by YouTube. The channel was deleted. All of the hard work, the hundreds of videos, many of which contain precious groundbreaking information that you will struggle to find elsewhere on the censored idiot internet, was memory hold by the elite. YouTube didn't want to say why they deleted the channel, why it had to be canceled. Only after legal wrangling and a series of inquiries, YouTube coughed up their pathetic evil excuse. According to YouTube, the channel's Balenciaga Pedogate coverage was harassing a protected minority. Their literal response was, due to your ongoing harassment of maps, minor attracted persons, your channel has been terminated. 
I, I, so <clears throat> tell me how many people are going to go out and start a YouTube channel? Yeah. Don't. Yeah. If you have a YouTube channel, re remove it. Yeah. Please. This is, that's disgusting. It's, it's, it's that's so fucking beyond gross. disgusting. That yes. makes me want to like shoot somebody like yeah. right in the dick. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. Anyway. I'm sure Fox and friends had something stupid to say. About I'm this. sure they did too. Uh, remember they also fucked up the trail or the rail strike too, but whatever. We'll see. Republican lawmakers warning about the steps that they're going to take if President Biden's military vaccine mandate remains in effect. You're saying in the NDAA, which will drop next week, the vaccine mandate for the military will be lifted. Yes, it will. Otherwise, the bill will not move. I've been very clear with the president. The president, I want to worked with me on this. This is the first sign of having divided government. One party rule would never allow that to go forward. And now we're going to have success. God, that guy's such a faggot. He so can you please I, I, I cannot fucking stand that home. He's so badly. He is so desperate. Um he's trying to do everything. To, he's to like, become oh, speaker please, of the house. Please, I'm gonna get the GOP mandate. Right removed. now he's short five votes. So this is Ooh. this is his play. Okay. Ooh, short just five. Just five. Five votes, yeah. Five votes. Yeah. Five votes. Five votes. Folks. So, uh, short. well, because I mean, he needs 218 and yeah. he, and they only have like 221. So he basically, he, he needs at least two more at, that he doesn't have. Um, and then I heard, you know, I heard as well, this is just, this blew my mind. They're, they're not letting kids that were at the Naval Academy went through four years had get actually had a religious or medical exemption for the yeah they're not vaccine letting them graduate. approved they're not letting them graduate yep that's insane no it's not they're they the federal government their medical exemption should cross over it's the federal government because doesn't the navy run the naval academy yes it does but it's still the federal government uh, it does not change the I know. fact they're, that is the federal government stupid. I, I got you i agree it is. It's fucking stupid. But just like everything else is, just like this dipshit going on TV saying, well, I'm already working with him. Wow. That sounds really gay, dude. Yeah. Like you don't get, well, I'm already working with, but that's not good for us. Anytime that I hear you say that you're already working with them, you got to start holding shit hostage. I mean, this bitch has got to be held hostage. I mean, there's no chance of passing this bitch unless in it, you have the dropped military mandate. Yep. That's it. I mean, oh, so uh, Polka Dot, that's a great question. Who else is in the running for speaker? Uh, there's only two other names that I heard drop. And one of them I don't even know. So. Okay. What's the other? I believe Jim Jordan put his name in that. I would be behind Jim Jordan 100%. And I pretty much believe everybody else in the Senate or in the House is as well. Yeah. I see um, Jim yeah, Jordan. Sparky boys, don't jump the shark. I see <clears throat> Jim Jordan being the next Speaker of the House. But let me make sure that I, I preface this because I don't think Jim Jordan's going to be the next Speaker of the House. Just saying. Or, or the next president because that's probably what's going to happen to the next Speaker of the House. Well, so, maybe. We'll, we'll see. Um, but then, uh, you know, of course... Um, 
while they're dropping, hopefully, or trying to force. Can we can we please stop with the fucking stickers? I can't. I'm sorry. It's See, too much. She's got ADHD no. more than I do. No, it's it's too much. And you guys talk about. I mean, we we we. Well, you, no, no, you guys, I can take care of that. They're just going crazy. It's, it's too gone. much. I'm sorry. Once in a while is fine, but when you do the whole fucking stream and stickers, I can't. Um. All right. Uh, Pfizer BioNTech asked the US FDA to clear updated COVID-19 vaccine for babies and toddlers because only 11% of people uh, between the ages of five and 105 have gotten the bivalent booster and they have all this extra stock left over. So let's give it to our infants because new mothers don't know any better. I, you, I mean, you can't make this shit up. Literally, they want to give the booster now to, to babies. So if you if you had a six month old and you were stupid enough to get them jabbed the first time uh, when, it, when it came out, at you know, what, a few months ago, and then you went and got them jabbed again and they've survived to this point. Yeah, go stick a booster in them. I actually I I was a little mean on Twitter the other day, which I try not to be mean anymore, um, but except to you. But <laughs> But uh, someone, and it was probably a troll, but some jackass was like, yes, please approve the boosters for, for children so that I can get my three-year-old out of the house again. And I was like, if you were so desperate to kill your child, why didn't you just have an abortion? I, I don't know if that's mean. I don't know if that's mean either. I, I think that's like dead on the money. Yeah. So I ask this because it's weird. Pfizer, BioNTech, uh, Pfizer and it's German subsidiary go figure because <clears throat> obviously Pfizer uh-huh Pfizer 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 um and obviously US regular regulators trying to get this in baby's arms that has to jump through some more hoops you would think no 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 eight, no, no actually dead mice is all it takes because because get this because they've already approved it for five to twelve year olds yeah, oh yeah but again, only only eleven percent of the population has taken that, and only like I think only two percent of of children have been given the initial shots. Sorry, federal government. Exactly. Good job, America. It's about time you started listening. So, um, so yeah, so I I would not be surprised if they start sticking this concoction into other things that you get anywhere. I do not let anyone put a needle in your arm ever again. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> it's gotten to the point now where you got to ask about your, if you, you were going to go, go get like, uh, what is it? The, uh, uh, your for, flu shot. No. If you go to like step on a nail. Oh, your tetanus shot. Tetanus shot. If you're going in to get your tetanus shot, you've got to ask about that ahead of time mm -hmm. before is, the motherfucker gives it to is you. It like, an MRNA shot. What are you giving me? Yeah. Is uh, it tetanus. A is it MRNA? No. How do you know? Because I still don't trust the motherfucker. I, I've sat there so many times. And all of you motherfuckers in the service industry know exactly what I'm saying. If you've been at a customer's house before and they asked you a question, it was like a really good question. And you bullshitted your way through it because you had no idea what the fucking answer was. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. And if you don't believe that there's some stupid clerk in a doctor's office that can tell you that it's an mRNA-based vaccine or not, you're higher than a kite because you all know that that shit's not true. Yes. Um, and you know, <laughs> uh, just as much as the shots, any shots, blood, we've been talking for a while 
And Mick just said on uh, on the show on Sunday with Dr. Brett um, about telling about when you were pulling blood and and it was black and you know that it was a blood draw. It was a blood draw. I got called out because this dude wrecked his car, and it wasn't a big enough wreck that the fire department was called. But he was drunk. They could not. The next available medical unit was an hour and a half away, so they were like, "We got to page somebody out." So they paged me out. I went out. Um, when I got there, pulled my kit from the back of my truck, I walked up to the back of the ambulance because they were sitting in a BLS ambulance and they can't draw blood. Yeah. Basic life services. So, uh, basic life support. So I sat there, I walked in, dude is fucking, he is trashed. I can smell him outside the ambulance. I didn't even need to go in. I was like, you really wanted, yeah, he won't submit to a blood or a breathalyzer. All right. So I went in, I pulled a vial. I went to pull the vial of blood. I poked him initially with uh, what we normally draw blood with, which is a 22 gauge needle, which is nothing. It's tiny. It's mm-hmm. fucking small. It's a normal one that you get in the hospital. Well, I poked it in there and I got nothing. I didn't even get a flash. And I was like, I know I'm in the vein. I was like, this is weird. Uh, give me a bigger needle. So I went down below that one and, or just above it. And I stuck them again. And when I stuck him again, this time at first I got a little like pulse, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't like enough blood to actually run the test. And I kept kind of like moving the needle and the, um, and the catheter around trying to get it to where it started collecting blood. Cause I was like, I have no idea what's going on. All of a sudden I got this black glob. Now, mind you, I went from a 22 gauge needle to a 16 gauge needle. And that's a lot bigger. When you go down in size, needle sizes get bigger. When you go up in size, needle sizes get really small. Um, the biggest needle I've ever seen was a six gauge. I used to carry it around in my rucksack. So when people like passed out when we were walking, I would pull that out and I'd be like, yep, you better get ready. I'm giving you an IV. And I pulled out what we called the human straw. And when you can look down the needle, you kind of go, holy shit, that's not a needle I want to take. And all of a sudden you get up and start walking some more. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, that happens a lot. We call testicular fortitude. Long story short, I got this guy finally to where it was, it finally pushed through the bottom, like three quarters of that vial was black. I mean, black as night. There was, it didn't look like any blood that I had ever seen before. And I looked at the guy and I said, Hey bud, you might want to go to a doctor because uh, you got some problems. I have no idea what this is, but this should not have come out of your vein. So the reason I bring up blood is, so you know how, um, a lot of transplant patients have been rejecting their transplant um, as post vaccination, or if they've had the vaccine and then they have a transplant, they, they don't, it doesn't take it all. And, um, a lot of that's going back to unvaccinated blood with vaccinated blood or mixing mm-hmm. the two or people that have gotten, they've got, or they've had a transplant for a long time and then they got the vaccine. And then all of a sudden they're rejecting like 20 years later sometimes. Right. Um, and then there was this, uh, there was a baby who, uh, had a heart condition and they, they had to do a blood transplant or a blood transfusion and they gave him vaccinated blood and he developed a clot and he died. So there's a baby right now in New Zealand. His name's baby will. And he, he has a heart condition and he needs a transplant and his parents are requesting that he have unvaccinated blood. As I would think any parent 
would. Okay. They have dedicated donors of the right blood type that are unvaccinated who are lined up and ready and willing to donate their blood to baby will. And the hospital is saying no. Why? Because it's bad for optics. They're more concerned over optics than the baby's life. That's literally what it comes down to. They are scared of the optics. They They are afraid that if they allow this couple, this family to have their baby, their infant have unvaccinated blood for a heart surgery that everybody else is going to want unvaccinated blood as well. And they just don't have it available. Look, folks, the, uh, I saw the backs. I, uh, I, the night's council I was in, in where we used to live, we used to do a blood drive every year. We do two blood drives a year. Normally is what we went for. I've seen the blood I've seen unvaccinated blood and I've seen vaccinated blood. And I got to tell you, the vaccinated blood looks black. You can see it. The unvaccinated blood is red. Like what you expect blood to look like. Yeah. It looks red. So anyway, James Rogusky, they, um, people are, people have been flooding this hospital with emails and comments and all kinds of things. If you go to James Rogusky's Substack, um, James Rogusky, R-O-G-U-S-K-I dot Substack.com. We put it up I'm here sure before. We have it up I think there. I have yeah. it in the banners. I'll throw <clears> it up here just so you guys can see there, it. Like that's, he says that's the most, this is the most important article that he's ever written. And you know, he always puts links in his, there it is up there. Um, Go to a Substack. Look at their recent article about Baby Will, and and you know, send in your email, send in your comment, and I mean, let's try and save this baby's life because it's criminal, as is everything. They they need some unvaccinated blood to save this baby's life. They have the unvaccinated blood. They need the hospital to allow him to receive it. That's some fucked up bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, what color is it now? I I seen it in a while. What's that? The blood. Blood? Well, if you got blood. Pag, if you have golden blood, then you definitely, you're kind of fucked. What is your, I looks little black dots. And I only say that because if you guys don't know what golden blood is, golden blood is completely null. Oh, John it's, Q. It's beyond RH negative. It's, it's, it's RH null. Yeah. You're, um, but golden yes, blood is like, golden yeah. blood is good blood. Golden blood is good blood. It's like, it's the probably the like you can use it everywhere. And there's not a lot of people that have it. It's yeah. very, very rare. Um, what type? I, I don't know. Is the baby, the I don't know. We're gonna have to go look it and, up. And they, I, like I said, they have they have unvaccinated donors ready and waiting to to give blood for this baby, but they the hospital won't do it. And they're saying something about, uh, well, the it's better when it comes from a larger supply. No, the fuck, it's not. Not if that blood is tainted. <laughs> not when it's tainted. Not when it's full of freaking spike protein. Fucking bullshit. Anyway, when you want the baby to die, that's what the parents are trying to avoid. Yeah. All right. So time to laugh a little bit. Yeah. Uh, if this is funny. Saturday Night Live. Are they funny finally? I mean, it's Saturday Night Live, so. President Biden signed a measure that would force railway workers to accept a deal that averts a strike but does not include paid sick leave. Why do you expect Biden to care about sick leave when he shows up to work every day with full-blown CTE? <laughs> Well, Saturday Night Live has taken aim at Joe Biden and has really gone for it. Within the skit show segment Weekend Update with Colin Jost and Michael Che, the president was seriously mocked. 
Michael Che opened the joke by introducing Joe Biden's recently signed bill. Biden signed a bill into law a few days ago that will make rail strike illegal, stopping workers from walking off the job ahead of the busy holiday season. Che joked, how do you expect him to care about sick leave when he shows up to work every day with full-blown CTE? CTE is short for chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which is a brain disorder brought on by too many knocks to the head. I mean, any mocking and criticism about Joe Biden's cognitive ability isn't new. The president is constantly copying backlash for his public gaffes. SNL was originally accused of showing political bias in the last few years as the show spent the four years of Donald Trump's presidency mocking him but took a while to subject Joe Biden to the same airtime. They have, however, made up for lost time, targeting the easy victim of Joe Biden by mocking his numerous gaffes. Saturday Night Live actually roasted President Biden in another weekend update in October. Colin Jost poked fun at the president who had recently made a blunder at a car factory in Maryland. <laughs> this week, President Biden pardoned thousands of convicted marijuana users, and it feels like maybe he celebrated with them a little because yesterday, Biden gave a speech at a car factory and opened with this. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. <laughs> wow. Well, let me respond with two words. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> Look, okay, so they can uh, number the two times that Saturday Night Live went after Joe Biden. I know, and Sky let's News, talk and this about the, makes it boring in the middle. Let's talk They're about usually the 27 funny. fucking weekends that they went after fucking Donald Trump un fucking unapologetically for four fucking years. Let's get real. Anyway, okay. <sighs> Sky News disappointed me that time. Yeah, well, they, they sometimes they, they put this boring bitch on in the middle. No, she's a liberal. She's obviously a liberal. All right. Well, you know what? Let's let's look at the Simpsons, Simpsons predictions for 2023. Because if anything, we know the Simpsons get it right. I mean, right they do get it the right all the time. time. This is a scary thought, folks. Here we go. Everybody hold your predictive wands. Get ready because they're calling it. Simpsons predictions for 2023 is unbelievable. Ever since mankind first appeared on the Earth, curious individuals have been attempting to divine the future. From the mysterious Baba Vanga to the Mayans, even the Simpsons have made prophecies that will give you shivers. The long-running series is renowned for having garnered a reputation for accurately predicting the future. The television show has been successful for more than three decades because of a devoted audience that is immersed in the characters of Homer, Marge, Bart, Lisa, and Maggie. As a result of the fact that The Simpsons have, in the past, accurately anticipated events such as tiger attacks and the election of Donald Trump as president, many people now pay close attention to the show's future forecasts. So without further ado, here are the forecasts for 2023. Inflation Crisis this forecast, which is reportedly for the year 2023, may come as a surprise to you. Despite the fact that we are all well aware of the current situation with gas prices and the rising expense of living, Homer is told by a guy that anarchy and the end of civilization are coming shortly to a country near you in America. Homer gives his response saying, America can't fail because we're just as strong as ancient Rome. The viewer is presented with a film in which the following statement is made. The contemporary world is an unstoppable march of development. The video continues after Homer says, delicious. 
and then asks, or is it we're slaves to the system? Shut the grocery and we starve. Then cards with phrases like no local farming, peak oil, Ben Bernanke, solar flares, 17-year cicadas, and dangerous troll start to emerge. Homer continues by saying, Oh my gosh, this film with no citations and no date has persuaded me beyond any reasonable question. Homer receives reassurance from the man who says to him, I'm the person you want to know when the stuff hits the fan. Nuclear Conflict Between the United States and China Another prediction is a nuclear conflict. It would seem that the Simpsons have predicted that there would be a nuclear war between the United States and China in the year 2023. In one of their episodes, you can hear a news presenter stating, It is with great regret that I notify you that the United States of America and China have declared war on one another. It is anticipated that a big nuclear strike will arrive on our beaches within the next hour. Trump as President of the United States in 2024. The program takes its ability to predict the future to a whole new level in the episode Bart to the Future from the year 2000, when it names Donald Trump as having served as President of the United States. During the course of the episode, Lisa holds the office of President. We overhear her speaking when she is in the Oval Office and she says, As you are aware, we've inherited quite a financial problem from President Trump. Trump was inaugurated as the 45th President of the United States in the year 2017 and also very possible in the year 2024. The Simpsons predict public health and safety fears are rising. The information relating to the 2023 Resident Evil forecast made by the cartoon series The Simpsons has recently burst on social media platforms both in the United States and internationally. It is suggested in episode 4 of season 21 of The Simpsons that in the year 2023, the Springfield Burger Restaurant, which is where the show's main setting is based, would create a new beef burger. This beef burger was made using a totally different way from the traditional one. First, the excellent beef is ground up and mixed with other ingredients to form feed, which is then given to the cattle. Next, the beef that comes from the cattle that were fed the same sort of meat throughout their development is used to manufacture hamburger meat. After trying the brand new beef burger, a reporter began to extol its delicious qualities. However, the reporter suddenly went insane and began biting other people. As a result, the whole town quickly descended into insanity and the majority of the population turned into zombies. After it was revealed that Bart was born with antibodies to the virus and the remaining survivors reliant on drinking Bart's bathwater to live, the Resident Evil dilemma was resolved by Bart, the son of the Simpsons character Homer Simpson. It should come as no surprise that the serial animation of The Simpsons is itself a work that depicts reality in a tone that is ludicrous. The majority of the information included in each episode of the animation has been thoroughly deliberated over by the show's producers as well as content industry specialists. Therefore, despite the fact that some of the information can seem to be absurd, it is in fact substantiated by real-world occurrences or proof. For instance, utilizing beef as feed for cattle is something that really happens in the real world. Some individuals have been toying with the concept of using the flesh as feed in order to improve the protein level of the feed in order to make the animal's meat taste better. This is possible since the cost of rearing animals in the West is quite affordable. Prions, which were eventually referred to as mad cow disease, were disseminated across the animal planet as a result of the increased usage of animal feed. Due to prions degrading brain tissue, animals and people afflicted with mad cow disease will exhibit symptoms like irritability, short temper, and extreme hostility. In this respect, they are very similar to the depictions of zombies seen in films and on television. 
Therefore, The Simpsons are less of a forecast for the year 2023 and more of an outrageous creative portrayal of actual events that have occurred throughout history. Ukraine Crisis 1998 was the year that The Simpsons tied. The 19th episode of Season 9 of The Simpsons had its debut. During the course of the episode, a delegate from each nation attended a United Nations meeting where they discussed the respective nation's future intentions. The envoy from Russia said that they wanted the other nations to believe that the Soviet Union was in the past. This remark was made by the Russian representative. After then, there were some shots showing the flag of the Soviet Union being hoisted along with some troops queuing up. It is claimed that this terrible forecast was the most recent one that came true in the year 2022. 2014 was the year when Russia officially took control of Crimea. And in February 2022, Russia launched an invasion of Ukraine and began conducting airstrikes on Ukrainian residents. The showrunner for The Simpsons noted that this forecast is not comparable to some of the show's trivial predictions, but rather comes from the continuous conflicts that have been present throughout history. Elon Musk In Treehouse of Horror 33, the cartoon family lives in a version of Westworld in which the employees of the amusement park utilize a cybertruck to transport broken robots to a facility where they may be repaired. Monorail Homer becomes caught in an endless loop of a catchphrase, and the humanoid robot has to be turned off by flipping a switch on his nose. After that, he is hurled into the cargo area of a Cybertruck. The next episode, titled Not It, will include more of Tesla's time spent in Springfield. A white Model X may be seen on screen for a brief period of time during the show's humorous retelling of Stephen King's It, which only lasts a few seconds. In episode 716 of The Simpsons, which airs in December 2021, Fit Fat Tony is revealed to be Maggie's godfather and provides the Simpson family with a lease on a Luxus SUV. After some time has passed, Bart is seen tinkering with the Falcon doors. There was also a cameo of the Tesla Roadster in an episode of The Simpsons. In the fifth episode of the 32nd season, a red Roadster is seen parked in front of the estate that belongs to Leonardo DiCaprio. Despite the obvious mistake, the automobile was connected to the outlet on the right side of the vehicle. The Model S has also made an appearance in the program. In order to avoid having to pay for power, Mr. Burns owns a Model S, which he charges at the residence of Richard Branson. Additionally, Krusty the Clown has a Model S. He hangs out the window and attacks Homer while using autopilot as his support. Who among us could ever forget the episode? During the episode from season 26, when Tesla's CEO landed in Homer's garden and the two quickly became friends, he provided his own voiceover for the show. Bart and Lisa decided to take Elon's vehicle for a joyride, and in order to activate FSD, they enter the password Musk Rules. The play, however, takes an unexpected turn when Mr. Burns makes a plot to murder Musk. Since it is well known that The Simpsons has a knack for predicting the future, we may assume that in 2023, when the Cybertruck has been seen driving about in Springfield, it will be available for mass manufacturing in the real world. And that's it. Thanks for watching this video. Click the subscribe button and see you in the next video. All right. Might feel a little dumber for having watched that. So basically, mm. it sounds to me like The Simpsons took revelations and, and said they're going to happen in 2023. <sighs> threw some Trump and Musk in there, too. Just for fucking shits <clears throat> and giggles? I mean, seriously. Think about it. Yeah, why not? Zombies and <clears throat> end of the world. Shit. End of the world shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. They even talked about prions. Yeah. Folding prion disease. Folding prion disease. Yeah. Because they talked about mad cow disease. Mm -hmm. Mad cow disease. Folding prion folding disease. Folding prion disease. That's it. Uh, yeah. It's our time. It is our time. Excellent. Hmm.
Simpsons is wicked writing future things, but when you got thousands of episodes, you really like and use real life fantasy. You get a few right, eh? Yeah. You eventually hit it. Yeah. I mean, even hey, even the worst shooter is right once in a while. Just saying. There we go. Got to keep our blood uh, pure here. Purely THC. Yeah, I'm down with that. No shit. Keep it coming. There we go. That is true. A broken clock is right twice a day, and I got a watch that's right twice a day. And it's broke, too, motherfucker. So, since uh, since we're speaking about um, Tesla's there, well, they were. Okay, you can smoke. You can relax. Mm-hmm. You don't have to talk about news 24-7. I really didn't even want to do an episode today. I gotta be honest with you. I kind of didn't either. I was but like, here we are. There was shit out there, but I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of news, but a lot of it you all already know. For me to go over it again would be like, holy shit! For the umpteenth time, we get it. Hunter Biden, bad person, got it. That's why we're only doing tonight for the Biden laptop and all the bullshit about Twitter. I get it. It's important. It is. It's a. It's a manhandling of our First Amendment speech. Again, what I want to hear is investigations going on. Personally, to be quite honest, what I would like to hear, what I'd love to hear, is investigations going on in the Senate. I don't give a shit about the House. House ain't going to put nobody in jail. The Senate's not going to investigate anyone. Exactly. Because they're going to steal the, I mean, tomorrow is tomorrow is voting day in Georgia. Yeah, if y'all if live in Georgia. If you're a Georgia resident, you better be going out go to vote. Go vote for Herschel. We ask, please, uh, because we don't need Raphael. That's honest. It doesn't matter. They're just going to steal it for him anyway. Yeah, we know that. I'm pretty Seriously. sure that's why Kemp is running with Herschel, because he's already given the election to Warnock. Probably. Just Probably. throwing that out there. But since we were speaking of Teslas. To have mares, take care. Over in... Uh, I mean, Jaquan Thomas. Over in Europe right now, they're asking people not to drive their electric vehicles. Why? Because they're too much of a strain on the power grid. Oh. And they can't, people can't heat their home. Literally, people in, rough. people in Wales are eating dog food. And they're heating it over a candle. And they're okay with it. They're heating up. They're heating up a nice bowl of dog food over a candle because they can't afford food and they can't afford power. Now, if it was if it was us having to eat dog food, I think our kids would actually be okay with that because whenever I make dog food, the kid walks through the kitchen. And he's like, "Man, that smells so good. When are we going to eat some of that?" And then I look at him and he says, "Damn, it's dog food, isn't it?" Because I make our dog's food and it tastes really good because I make it all, you know, it's the same stuff we eat, basically. Um, look, look, look. My but point is this. Dog food out of a can? Mm, no. See, I, I want to feel bad. I do. I want to say, oh, man, sucks for them. 
But at the same time, in the back of my head, and I know every single one of you is the same way I am. You're kind of like, no, fuck you. Deal with it. Deal with it. You voted for this. You wanted this. Deal with it. I mean, I don't think the people in the EU voted for that or the people in Wales didn't vote for that. They don't really have a vote. Well, then uh, that's on you, bro. Yeah. That sounds like a you problem. It really does. Well, France is banning short haul domestic flights when there's a regular and frequent train option that takes less than two and a half hours. Short haul flights. And that includes freight. Don't worry about diesel, though, because we're still running out of diesel. Anything that takes less than two and a half hours by train, you can no longer get there by plane in France. So... Isn't that fun? Actually, do you know you know one of the scary things, right? One of the best things France had for the longest time, um, it, actually Europe had for the longest time, was the Concorde. Oh, that was amazing until it blew up. Well, but my point was <laughs> that it, all it had a 28-year service record prior to that. I, an unblemished service record, by the I way. I know. They should have and maintained it better. That motherfucker flew like Mach 1. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. You had a three-hour jaunt across the, the pond. Oh, yeah. It was great. It made the ocean a it was, pond. It was the last Tartaria tech. And um, one of the things I've noticed in – they're not lying about this. you got to understand France went big time Super with green. the bullet trains. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. they have bullet trains all over France. Okay. A lot of the times you can – Get on a train in France and get to your destination faster than flying. I well, I, that's probably because those bullet trains haul fucking ass. That's good. They're going to need them in France because uh, there's there's no more short haul domestic flights, and France isn't that big. If they have bullet trains, I'm sure it doesn't take two and a half hours to get from one end to the other. So if you're staying within France, you're taking the train, you ain't flying. I, I don't understand why people were flying to begin with. I mean, that must have been like a, a, a status freight. thing or a something. Freight. Freight. Oh, freight. Yeah. Freight. Yeah. yeah. No, that no sucks. more. Yeah. 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 Uh, wait till that happens here. Yep. And then this was weird. A rogue wave hit the Norwegian flagged cruise ship Viking Polaris while it was anchored in the waters of the Atlantic off of southern Argentina and killed a killed an American. Only person to die was an American tourist. Uh, as, well, and she was hit by broken glass. It wasn't like she got swept overboard or anything. She got she was killed when she was hit by broken glass when the wave hit the windows. Same thing that kills you in a nuclear explosion. Broken glass. So she got her jugular slit open. Pretty much, yeah. Or she got a big piece of glass sticking right out of yeah. her fucking forehead. Yeah. No, there's nothing. I can't find anything about the diesel shortage. That's the weird part. Yep. Where'd it go? We had a shortage. Now, apparently we don't. Wait, it's it's still sitting at, I, I want to say, around 24, 23 days in, in reserve. So what I heard, this is bigger. So 142 got to me today. He said, hey. 142? Yeah, he's one of the other ones. Okay. Anyway, he said, hey, I'm hearing rumors. And he's admitting that this is just rumors right now. Okay. There's going to be a rail strike anyway. I told you. The railroad workers are not happy. I told Nobody you. Nobody voted for this. Apparently, across the board, none of the railroad union workers voted for this. One of the things we heard the other day, if you remember that guy, he got on there and he said, you never go against what your members voted for. Yep. 
And they did exactly that. So they did exactly that. Well, what's the repercussion to that? They're going to stick out. In the past, in the past, because right now, if Biden tries to make it illegal that they they strike, um, in the past, we've heard about the blue flu, Mm -hmm. the red, the red line. Yeah. They stick out. Nobody, nobody goes to work. Okay. Understand they did not get what they wanted. Which was paid sick. Well, and actually the paid sick leave was kind of a. It was kind of the, that was nonsense. Yeah. It was nonsense. It was the other shit that they were going after, which was like. the vaccine mandate. That was one of the big ones. Plus the 14 day work, um, the, the 14 day work environment that they're constantly on that they never get off of. You got to understand they never get off of work. No, they work three. I mean, literally. 24 7 365 there's a lot of them they're not there they're on call yes so what they were looking for was a little bit more steady time off where they could be off and enjoy their time even like six days on one day off just like normal human beings yeah or better yet how about throw them on a kelly schedule like the fire department does two days on one day off um you know do 24 on i'm 24 or 48 on you know, 72 off. You, you work out a schedule where you it works better for your employees. Long story short, they ain't doing nope, that. Not doing it. And Biden, Biden fucking had to get in there and fuck with this shit. Now it's all fucked up. They're mm-hmm. going to strike anyway. Of course he is. I, I call that. Shit. That's Absolutely. not, we kind of knew it was coming. Yep. Um, I don't, I don't know about truck drivers. All I know about is rail, rail yard workers. Yeah, I'm no, talking, say even a truck driver's schedule, truck drivers are very, they have very strict schedules. There's only so many hours that they can be on the road. And a lot of them like have a separate set of books. Cause if they get pulled over, that's what the cops looking for. They want to see their books. They want to see how long they've been on the road for. Um, and if they've, they've driven over their maximum amount of hours, they'll, they'll get fined and report yep. to their company and all kinds of shit. So they keep an extra set of books on the, you know, to give to a cop or, or the way station or whatever. Um, but yeah, 70, 70 hours, hours a week, week and 14, 14 hours off. off. I, that's, I've, I've actually thought about it, but I, I don't want to piss in a cup anymore. I'm tired of doing that. Yeah. There's a lot of that in that industry. Yeah, don't do that. I don't want to do that no more. Yeah. I want to be Happy Mick. Happy Mick's more fun. Happy Mick is so much more fun. Anyway. Um, yeah, you better order your Christmas presents now. Because yeah. you ain't going to have them here by uh, Christmas if you ain't, if you ain't careful. But don't worry, there's still more to come. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots more. This looks like your classic disinformation campaign. Eric O'Neill is a former FBI FBI operative. Steal the information with a cyber attack, get the emails from Hunter Biden's account, and then put them on these laptops that are left at a repair store. And that's how the information is now laundered into the public. Who do you think? And now, to give you a little bit of background, so you understand who we're talking about here really quick, if you've ever seen the movie Breach, Eric O'Neill is the agent that was used in the movie Breach that brought down Robert Hansen, who was the biggest spy in FBI history. He literally has done an untold, untold... It still hasn't been calculated how much damage he did to the United States. That's how big of a piece of shit this guy was. He got taken down and Eric O'Neill was the guy that took him down. So as so you know that. And from what I know about Eric O'Neill, um, 
what I used to know about Eric O'Neill, let me, let me preface that by saying what I used to know about Eric O'Neill. He is not a liberal from what I knew. Then I saw this. This motherfucker ain't no conservative, though, either. I'll tell you that right now. He's definitely a never-Trumper. I would put money that this guy's a fucking never-Trumper. Probably. Just throwing it out there. I think he's behind this. Well, the Russians would be my number one guess, if I had to guess. Another echo of 2016. So I think there are a lot of issues related to this New York Post story that uh, reportedly uh, referenced the Hunter Biden emails. And as uh, I and several of my former colleagues pointed out publicly, that it does bear the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. How much does the source matter? I got a great question for you, Hunt. Mm hmm. Where are those 51 intelligence officials that signed off on the document that said the Hunter Biden laptop was more than likely Russian disinformation? You mean those traitorous cucks? I believe they're still roaming around free doing whatever. Yeah, it's funny because... I, I bring the receipts. Ex-intelligence officials who said the Hunter Biden laptop story was Russian operation are silent. Silent. Mm. After the Twitter release. Why mm. is that? You, you saved us. You were intelligence officials that saved us. You saved Americans from learning the truth. You piece of fucking traitorous shit. Now I've got to shoot another set of balls off another human. And he's going to be older than the pe anybody I've ever killed before. Because people like Brennan, people like Clapper, these are all people that are going to come back and say, oh, well, you know, we didn't know better back then. Bullshit. Bullshit you didn't know. Bullshit. They, of course, they are knew. Are you going to give them leniency? Are you going to give them, oh, it's okay. It's okay, John. It's okay, Paul Brennan. Of course they are. Just it's like okay. they did to Hillary. It's okay. I mean, you, you, I mean, it was, a, you know, it was just treasonous and you should probably hang from a rope, but eh, it's okay. we're going to give you a pass. You know, that's funny true. how that shit is just silent. Exactly. Silent. 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 Anyway. And mm -hmm. it got, got another question because, you know, I got, oh man, maybe I'm retarded. Maybe you can help me with this. I've been trying to figure this with out. With you being retarded, I've been trying to help you with that for a long time. No, you haven't hit me hard enough with a pan yet, but you're also afraid of killing me. But beyond that, beyond that. I did stab you in the, knife with the, uh, in the throat with a knife. You did. Um, <laughs> this is true. Yes, folks, she did this. Just this kidding. Is it was a bad knife. This is not a joke. <laughs> it totally is a joke. He just has a nice little scar. <laughs> anyway, that wasn't me. That was his neurosurgeon. <laughs> The, the question I have, um, how did the FBI know that Rudy Giuliani was going to release that information on October of 2019? Someone told him. No, 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 nobody told him. Hmm. They had his phone bugged. Why do you think they took his phone? Because they bugged it. Why? No, stop. Can you stop, please? Why do you think they took his phone? in December of this year. I'm sorry, in I'm not not December of this year, but December of last year. Why do you think they hunted him down and snatched his phone from him with a warrant? I mean, they can't answer you. I can, but you told me to stop, so. 
it was because what was on that phone? What do you think was on that phone? What do you want to bet there is a version of Pegasus on that phone? Mm-hmm. What do you want to bet? It's also on Mike Lindell's phone. They have exactly notice how they've been going around, not charging anybody it's with a crime, on that senator's phone. but they're going, Hey, give or me that, your phone. That congressman's your- phone. That's because that's where Pegasus Chip is. Roy? Was that who it was? Yep. What do you want to bet? What do you want to bet the FBI is jacking that shit quick? It might not have been Pegasus. It might have been the other one. The other one we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, the U.S. one, the one that was used for U.S. phones. My point is, on those phones that now are secured with the FBI and their evidence handling, I guarantee you find copies of either Pegasus or that other U.S. version, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, of Pegasus in their phones because they saw that Mike, that fucking Rudy Giuliani had this laptop and he was shopping around trying to find somebody to authenticate it and nobody would, nobody would touch it with a 10 foot fucking pole. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't touch shit with a 10 foot pole unless the FBI has already been there and told you, Hey, look, we're, we're listening to Rudy's phone calls. Didn't all the people that get, got rated have a copy of the laptop? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except for me. I haven't been rated yet. I have a copy of the laptop, but I haven't been rated. Well, everybody has a has a copy now. If they well, not a copy, copy, but um, Garrett Ziegler did put out a like six thousand page annotated book on the exact contents. Of I, I did the laptop. I have the 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 hashtag. I have the hash code and everything else with it, so I know exactly what my hash code is for the copy I have. Yep. Um, they needed, uh, they didn't need the laptop. They needed to know who leaked it. No, they needed the laptop because the laptop is the center of all of this because Hunter Biden, that's what takes Joe down. Hunter Biden did not do this happenstance. This was done on purpose. If you do not see it yet, Hunter, Biden, you Hunter can call Biden me lost his phone 57 times in the space of a year. You can call me a, a future teller, okay? Hunter Biden dropped this thing off. It was on purpose. It was done to ensure that Joe does not st- stay past his first term. I said that a year ago. I said it when it first happened. When the laptop came out, yep. that this was absolutely- This is staged. Be it either, either subconscious or, or not, Hunter was trying to get back at daddy, and he most definitely did that on purpose. No, I don't think it was getting back at daddy. Hunter was told to do it by a handler. This is coming from deep within the DNC. Look who they just elected to be DNC chair for the next fucking four years. The The biggest election denier of them all. Is he he, uh, DNC chair? I thought he was replacing Nancy Pelosi. No, he's minority. No, he's DNC chair. He's the DNC chair. Okay. And that's the first one they elect. They can't elect the minority leader yet because the majority leader's not gone yet. No, no, they can. Just like they're... They don't... You don't do the election until... So, for instance, what we did was we did basically a primary. Mm -hmm. Kevin McCarthy essentially won that primary, except he still has to collect the 218 votes. He still has till January 4th to collect the 218 votes. But when the Congress meets in January 4th, 
and they elect the new Congress and they elect the new speaker. If he doesn't have the 218, see ya. Yeah. Well, you ain't right. the speaker. What's next up? Because we all know about the, the Russian descent. I'm, I'm tired of listening to these fucktards on CNN and whatnot. I don't know what you downloaded. I don't know either. Oh, I don't know what the hell that was. Did you just? No. Okay. Uh, this is something. Oh, well, this is interesting. We'll just let this go. Yeah, this is good old um, Abe Lincoln. Are nuclear negotiations with Iran still ongoing? First, let's remember how we got here. Um, we had a nuclear agreement with Iran reached by the Obama administration. No. It put Iran's nuclear program in a box. Uh, unfortunately, getting out of that agreement, uh, which was the decision of our predecessor administration, has allowed Iran to push its program out of the box. We've gone from having a breakout time, that is the amount of time it would take to produce enough fissile material for a nuclear weapon, under the agreement was more than one year. Now it's down to a matter of weeks. That's the situation that we find ourselves in. We continue to believe that ultimately diplomacy is the most effective way to deal with this, but that's not where the focus is. Where, where do we, I, I'm, what did he say? I, I don't even know what he said. Hmm. What was he talking about? He used a lot of flashy words, but he didn't say anything. Um, He's saying that um, Iran's going uh, Iran's going to get their nuclear weapons. Yeah, basically, that's, that's, that's what he basically said. Basically, what he said. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, Iran's going to be nuclear. Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. Good to hear. Are negotiations with Iran still on the table about nuclear weapons? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we're, we're going to give them another four billion dollars exactly. on the side on pallets of in pallets with They're cash. They're so good at those word salads. All right, we got to fast forward here because we're coming down the end. Um, oh, you know what? Play the one with the cop. All right. Because this shit's crazy. All I mean, right. Where Spotsylvania is too in Virginia. Yeah, so this shit's crazy. This is happening now, okay? Right now. So a little backstory. This restaurant owner in Pennsylvania um, just straight up violated the mask mandate there for for forever, basically for however long it was. Okay. He was just like, Nope, I'm not wearing a mask. And if you guys come in here and eat, you don't have to wear a mask and I'm, I'm not playing their bullshit games. Three days ago, this is what happened. Well, right then I got a feeling that it can be good. Mm -hmm. I've actually been found to be detrimental to the community, but you're still going to shut a man's business down over there. We're not here. You're not here to discuss whether or not they're unconstitutional. You're just here to do your job, right? Uh -huh. And you're going to enforce that regardless, right? Yeah. So you're part of the problem, man. I want you to know that. You're part of the problem. 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 Everybody in here, every one of you, man, what's going on in this country right now? The reason that we're in the situation we're in as the United States of America, you're part of the problem, sir. So you can't complain about what the president's doing. You can't complain about the state that the country's in right now. You can't you can't complain about how screwed up it is. You're part of the problem, sir. You're just doing your job. So many people were just doing their job for Hitler back in Germany. You as well, sir. That goes to, that goes for you as well. That goes for you as well. That goes for all of you. That, that goes for all of you, man. There's no excuse. There's zero excuse. Just doing my job. That's not an excuse anymore, man. That's not an excuse. 
You guys just doing your job is facilitating what's going on in this country right now. You're shutting down a man's livelihood. No, no, no. I have, a, I have a serious question here. They're there shutting down this guy's fucking restaurant. Mm -hmm. Where are their fucking masks? If it's a mask mandate, where's your no, fucking no, no. mask? There's not a mask mandate anymore. They don't have to wear them anymore. They're oh, shutting so down his business because he violated the mask mandate two, two years, years ago. ago. Oh, see, I didn't understand that. Oh, yeah. That's why I was yeah, asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yep. For not following COVID mandates, they didn't do anything, anything to prevent COVID. And it was actually detrimental to the community and not just the community, to our kids, man. It set our kids back so many years, these mandates. It set small businesses back so many years. It destroyed small businesses, man. It destroyed them. It destroyed families. It destroyed our community. And it destroyed our country. And nobody in here gives a damn about that. They're just doing their job. Just doing their job. And they're going to continue to do their job. All to preserve themselves. Nothing is more important than themselves, man. Their country is not as important as themselves. I guess your family's not either, sir. Because if you got children, you're setting them up for failure by not standing up right now, today. You're setting your kids up for failure. Setting your family up for failure. He's fucking dead right. Listen, folks, yeah. this is this is the point. Justin said this the best, and I, I can't say it any best, better than Justin said it. And Justin, honestly, fucking, you know, he didn't realize how right he was by saying it. Look, if you're a cop out there, if, if you actually listen to the show, which I'd be amazed. Um, but if you're a police officer out there and you don't think that we're going to, if you think for a second that we're going to forget shit like this, you are so wrong. Listen, you are just as bad as every doctor out there that sticks a fucking child with a fucking vaccine. You're just as bad. If you fucking, you have the duty, you have the moral right to say no. And don't tell me you don't, because I know you do. We all know you do. You have the moral right to say no. This is immoral. I know that. I was a cop. So don't bullshit me. Don't sit there and try to say, oh, no, I don't. No, you most certainly do. It's called discretion. You have discretion. That means a police officer went out there to complain about this guy to get that shit done the way it was done. Yep. That, go ahead. Keep telling me you're doing my your job. I'll tell you I'm doing mine when I put two in your head and one in your chest. And I'll call it a day. Oh, just I'm, I'm just doing my job. Don't worry. You do yours. I'm going to do mine. We're going to make this work at the end of the day. This is what I'm talking about. How are you not fucking irate? How are Yeah, snip, stop, meat, mop, bitch is dead. That's exactly what's going to happen. You want to stay irate? Play the next one. This is fucking ludicrous. We have lost our minds. We have no balls. No balls. Because it doesn't just apply to cops. It also applies to doctors. And you're, we, that, that's coming before anything else. Mm -hmm. Especially, you heard somebody, oh, I'll fucking, I'll fuck your world up for free. And that's a promise. You fuck one of my family up. Oh, and when I say my family, I mean my family. 
That I means mean, all of y'all. I mean, everybody in this motherfucker. Go fuck with one of them. Go for it. I dare you. I double dog dare you. And if you're the, of that age, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. All right. Fucking bullshit. Cock sucking. Oh, I hate this disgusting shit. This is, this is what disgusts me. When I look at our country, this is what disgusts me. Shall we forgive and forget? Absolutely yeah. not. I'm full of vengeance. Yeah. Fuck. I am vengeful. It, it's not a time to say I'm sorry. It's a time to put these bastards in jail. I'm calling it the big kill. We've seen the biggest kill ever in medicine's history, directly because of the intervention of these idiots into healthcare. And it's the physicians, it's not just the politicians, it's the physicians themselves who are principally culpable because they have allowed government's jackboots to influence how they manage their patients, which has never, ever happened before. First, do no harm and informed consent. The physicians have, have looked in. How can you do this? How can you look into the eyes of a pregnant woman and tell her that this experimental product is safe? How can you do that as a, as a physician? No. Anyone, any physician that has done that should be in jail. Oh, no. They shouldn't be in jail. There's a whole other place for them. No, no, and no, I no, no. No, yes. no, no. I have, babe, babe, we, I have the place for them. Listen, listen, we don't judge people here. We let God judge people here. You just I just provide, provide the, meeting. the meeting. That's it. Look, this is a simple proclamation. Do it. Fuck around. Fuck. You know fuck what? Fuck around. Find out. I always I always wanted to do this. We might have to turn this into a commercial. So his level of fuck around was about right here. His level of find out was over here. And when the two met, he fucked around. He found out. Yep. Shit was bad. Hmm. Just saying. Okay. Oh my fucking Lord. These people. Um, and then play. I, I got to play this. Yes. One. I was going to say, play that one. This folks. If I don't see one of you motherfuckers out here doing this, I'm going to be very upset with all of you. Do you and, understand? And this this wasn't in Florida, but this could have been Florida. You Seriously. Can, you will get a shaming if I do not see this, this from was, one of you. This was, and by God, Sparky Boy, if you don't start this in fucking Scotland, come on now. Fuck. This is outstanding. I love this shit. Yeah. This makes me, puts a smile on my face. All right. We'll let everyone else see it now. Hold on, hold on. Let me bring you back. Let me bring you back just a little bit because I'm going to fucking decipher for you because this is great. Hold on. I got to I got to say this. Hold on. Oh, shit. That's so funny. All right. Don't you move, you fucking pussy! Don't you fucking move! Go! Don't you fucking move, pussy! He keeps yelling at him. Don't you fucking move, pussy! He's like, hey, bitch, you want me to drag you too? You're next. Come on! And then this guy gets balls. He's like, come on, you faggot! And there's 
They are literally threatening these people like, we're going to fucking kick your ass. This is our fucking, like, this is our road. We've got to get through here. We're trying to go to work and you assholes are blocking the road. So all these civilians got out of their cars and said, fuck it. And just started dragging these motherfuckers out of the way. I love this shit. It's fantastic. This shit's got to happen everywhere. Just done. Fuck them. Because you guys realize that there are protests happening literally all over the world right now. And they haven't really stopped, to be honest. They've kind of just, they, I mean, they kicked off two years ago in Europe and they, they haven't, they haven't stopped. Actually, there's one other clip I want you to play and it's the, uh, Netherlands might be, might be the AP. Um, no, no, that one, the other, the other sky news one, the dude. Yeah. Okay. This, this is, this is insane. Okay. All right, we'll play this one. Now, uh, moving on. In October, farmers in the Netherlands took a stand against the government's green crackdown on the agricultural industry by gridlocking motorways, you'll remember, with thousands of tractors in peak hour traffic. The Dutch government, however, has not listened to the farmers and is now about to shut down, wait for this, 3,000 farms. They're going to close down. This is World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab stuff on steroids. 3,000 farms are going to be shut down in a bid to comply with EU emission standards. Ooh, methane. Ooh, nitrogen in the soil. Ooh, Chris Bowen. The effects of this scheme are going to be devastating for farmers, but it looks to be the only, it's only the first step in what the EU are planning. Ralph Schulhammer is an assistant professor in economics and political science at Webster University, and he joins us now. Ralph, great to see you again. Um, this is getting out of hand. Uh, the, the, the WEF crowd, the, uh, your uh, prime minister over there, shutting down 3,000 farms, and we also learn that in Germany there's, they're, they're talking of uh, stopping German farmers fertilising their farms. I mean, this is insanity, isn't it, Ralph? No, it is. And I think what we see is uh, the Dutch are doing to the agricultural sector what the Germans did to the energy sector. And we all saw the consequences there. So we get the promises that, oh, this is not going to be a problem. We got to move to alternative modes of production, be it energy or agriculture. And in the end, they never work. I mean, you just mentioned the Germans. I mean, there it's even more insanity. They want to become 30% of their agriculture to go organic which means they would turn from a net exporter of agriculture to a net importer of agriculture, which is in times of global insecurity, I mean, we saw this with Russian gas, is complete insanity. And of course, the Dutch are doing the same because these 3,000 farms is only the beginning. And the Dutch government is saying this. They said, oh, we're going to have to do much more in this respect. Uh, and it has to be stressed also for your viewers Nitrogen is an absolutely crucial ingredient for synthetic fertilizer. And without synthetic fertilizer, we could not feed the world. Uh, if we would not have it, about 4 billion people simply would have no access to food. So, so this is a war in many ways, I would argue, uh, against humanism. It's a war against humanity. And most of it is by ideological goals. Because um, I looked at the science. It is not clear that nitrogen really has the effect that the Dutch government claims. And even more importantly, the Dutch farmers are reducing the nitrogen use. So this is not that they're oblivious to these problems, but now they are pushed to it faster and faster because the dominant ideology, or I'm tempted to call to call it the cultish ideology, tells us if you don't change now, the world is going to end in 10 years, which of course it's not. 
And they've learned nothing, obviously, from what we saw in Sri Lanka when they went organic yes. and, uh, and people started not having enough food to eat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is part of a larger story. I mean, remember Sri Lanka, if you go back two years, everybody was cheering them on. Ah, Sri mm-hmm. Lanka, they show the way forward. Sri Lanka knows how to do this. They proved to the world that, in fact, you don't need fertilizer. You don't need any kind of synthetic materials to feed your population. And then it all broke down in a very, very short order. Uh, and because you cannot feed your people, modern agriculture is an absolute necessity, given the population numbers we have. And I think this is uh, overall a larger part of a, a kind of autoimmune disease the West is afflicted mm. by, where we turn against everything that made our civilization powerful, right? Mm. It's energy. You can't do nuclear. You can't do nuclear, which probably was the greatest scientific breakthrough in the 20th century, right? You can't do modern agriculture. Uh, And it goes further than this, right? We see this like a couple of days ago. The EU is threatening Elon Musk to ban Twitter. They have nothing to say about TikTok, which is basically a Chinese data mining operation. But they say, oh, we're going to ban Twitter. (laughs) You guys don't. You all realize like these folks are more woke, awake, awake, more awake than like ninety percent of the American population. Yeah. Now you also realize that the Netherlands is a huge exporter of food and a huge exporter of fertilizer. One of their biggest exports is fertilizer. Mm-hmm. Like they export real fertilizer, organic fertilizer. Yeah, and well, actually, Ukraine and Russia did too, and that's been shut down. So, But understand, too, at the same time, though, this is huge for us because our next big spot where we get fertilizer from is from the Netherlands. I've never been happier to lose a World Cup game to the Netherlands than right now. And I was legitimately going to be pissed off about that, but after hearing that dude, I got to tell you, everything he just told you, you've heard out of one of our mouths one or 200 times. Absolutely. So um, what are y'all going to do about it? Seriously? Are you going to starve? What are we all going to do about it? What are we all going to do about it? I mean, forget y'all, but we all, it's all of us. What are we all going to do about it? Because we're the only ones that are talking to each other. The other side doesn't talk to anybody and the Republicans, they just hear from themselves. They don't want to hear from people like us. God forbid we say something. Well, to start with, stock up, grow your own food as much as possible. Um, Stock up, go to... My Patriot Supply. And look, I'm not... Defiantprep.life. I am not neglecting the fact that this weekend, on three different occasions, yes, I did hear and see what Donald Trump wrote and said. I have not given it much airtime tonight because I'm still trying to decipher it myself. There's a lot of people jumping to a conclusion that he wanted to like get rid of the constitution. That not even that. That literally, no, that's what the left. That is what the left leaning liberal, liberal news media was about saying. Left leaning liberal media. I'm talking about patriots. I'm talking about some people that are in the know that I've had conversations with, and I've been trying to dissertate whether or not those are like go orders or not. Because I took them, reading them, as go orders. I don't know about the rest of you all. I'm a little bit more sensitive to that shit, but that sounded like, to me, 
it, it, it's time to make shit happen. I, I don't know if that's true or not. I'm still, like I said, I will let you all know as soon as I know. That isn't even what he, well, no, he did. Well, no, he didn't say that about the, the Constitution. No, I, I know that. I'm not talking about the Constitution. No, we part. know that's not what he said, but that is I how the liberal news said. media interpreted it. And that's what they're splaying out on the on their platforms. What I'm saying is that I'm, I heard and I've seen, I've read both of his tweets from this weekend. He put out two very specific tweets and the two big ones that he put out. He basically said, yeah, at the end of this, this is a no, like no brainer here. That's untruth. Easy does it. And Sparky uh, boy, uh, Con Q would be our oldest child. So you can go ahead and boot his ass. (laughs) No, I'm down with that. By the way, he's not coming hunting with you this weekend because he has midterms all next week. Oh, so I get to go hunting by myself. Well, with your friends and without your son. Sweet. You get a lot of whiskey and a lot of other stuff done. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of why I wanted him to go so he could drive your ass around. (laughs) I'm going to need a little, little cut of everything I got down there out there. Hmm. Don't go tripping on mushrooms when you're out on TV. No, I ain't going to do that. Good God. You would have had whiskey anyway. Yes, but you won't be there to drive him, Con. So what's the point? Anyway. It right. could be go orders, but and that's my problem, my T-Patriot. That's what I am working on because I've been asking the same question and there's a lot of other people who are asking the same question and there's a lot of other people who are going, wait a minute, why did he say this? Because he kind of let the cat out of the bag and I kind of agree. I, I think there's something to it. I just got to figure out what the rest of it is. So when I get that, when I figure that part out, I'll let you know. I'm If you guys figure it out, let me know, please. Don't be afraid. Hey, information flows both ways here. I'll take information. I'll give you information. You just tell me what you want me to do with it. Well, um, anyway, we'll, we'll take a knee on that. We'll, we'll see what happens because sometimes Trump is as cryptic as Q. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's like deciphering a freaking Q post. And I know we haven't talked about the most recent, three most recent Q posts. Um, we, yeah, we did. No, we really didn't. Yeah, we did. Mm, not really. We covered it in our five-hour episode on Friday. Yeah. Well, okay. I guess we did. We did. At the end of the episode, for like the last two hours, we talked about Q. Okay. All right. All right. I guess you're right. I so, it was a long fucking episode. That was a long episode. <laughs> Our marathon episode, uh, yeah, no as it shit. were. Yeah, um, Obviously, our... Uh, Featured sponsor tonight is my Patriot Supply. Go stock up. Seriously, you you really need to get whatever you can because uh, it's just going to get gnarly here really soon. Um, they've got all kinds of things. It's not just food. Water filters and um, solar panels and uh, all, all all kinds of stuff. So check it out. Go check it out. You can, uh, you can get to our affiliate link for my Patriot supply is defiantprep.life, or you can go to patriotpartypod.com and just scroll down to our sponsors and click, click, on click the there. Link. Um, you'll see it there. And, um, Hey, get guns too. While you're at it, get guns. That, I, not from serious. my Patriot supply, but not yes, from get guns. my Patriot supply, but go buy guns. I'm dead serious right now. Go do it. Uh, I've heard about a gun grab that's going to be coming up here. Uh, they're they're going to try and push through before 
the winter break or the Christmas break. So I'm just, I'm allowing, I'm a, letting everyone know because all the second amendment groups I'm a part of, they sent me all this shit. And I saw this one today and I was like, Whoa, Ooh. they're going to try a gun grab before the end of the year. So I'm just letting you know, right that. now Ours are at the bottom of the pond, do me a favor Except guys, the ones that you keep folks, pulling out from under the table. <laughs> folks, do me a favor, go get some guns. If you're legal, if it's legal for you to possess and own guns or a firearm, go buy a firearm. Seriously. If not for you, uh, for your friends, yes. for somebody. And use cash and use or cash. Discover. Yes. So. Those are the only two you can really use because yeah. Discover doesn't. Yeah. As of right now, uh, as far as we know. Um, and don't forget, check out the Substack, um, patriotpartypod.substack.com. And uh, also Arch Archangels Among Us actually put. Um, the first story, I, I finished it. Took her like two days to do it. First. Well, I mean, since it took me four hours to write it the first time, you know, retyping the whole damn thing. And I started out trying to retype it on my phone on the back porch in the dark and it really didn't work very well. So I had to come into the studio and sit down at the computer and finish it. So, um, the, the, the good part of that is behind a paywall. So just so you know, but if you, uh, well, the Patriot party pod review will always be free. If you subscribe as a paid subscriber there, you'll automatically get archangels among us for free. So Correct. you'll, you'll get comped over there. Um, Hawk, we are in Georgia, Georgia, good old Georgia. Yeah. Georgia. And you can come dump all of your guns in our lake. Hey, no one will ever pond. find them Nobody except the gators. Like yeah. we jumped it. We dumped a fucking tractor in there. That's how we lost all the guns in the first place. Yeah. They were on know, the back of a tractor. You know, he had to carry them around in case the gator showed up and instead he you gave them know. to the fucking gator. So anyway, well, um, the Barrett was a sad day. That was a sad day when that went under, but it was a sad day anyway. But I did put out a, a an article today on, uh, Archangels Among Us. Um, it's just a short, free one. How to talk to God. There you go. Because I, I was told for a year that I need to listen and I, I need to hear and all of And I was like, what does that mean? And I figured out that I had to figure it out for myself and it really sucked. So if I can, um, if I can help you all down that path a little bit, then, you know, maybe what worked for me will work for you. Maybe not. So, Either but way. But you can try. We'll be back tomorrow night, uh, 6, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll be the the lounge, Liana's lounge, Liana's will open up lounge. at 5.45. And uh, yeah, we'll see you then. We got, who's coming on tomorrow? Uh, we have Dr. Joe Nuisma coming on tomorrow um, as part of our uh, Hope and Healing series to talk about frequency healing and other cool stuff like that. That'll actually be a lot of fun because yeah. I've actually done a little bit more research because some of the shit that I actually had is weird. Um, one of the things I had, they gave me after they did my neck surgery, the first, first one, second one. Yep. That was the first one. Second one. Second one. Second one. They gave me this collar and like I had to wear it at night right before I went to bed for like 20 minutes. I turn it on mm -hmm. and it was like a frequency generator that like kept the frequency right around my neck and it would help my bone heal and it, it would help the metal get into the bone. And I was like, wow, that's some fucking crazy shit. It actually worked it works. though. Yeah. So, and I've gotten him into uh, sleeping with uh, either 432 or 528 on. And as I said in the article I put out today, um, you know, one of the best ways to connect to God is to go out in nature. Did you know that listen to the birds and the bugs and the wind rustling in the leaves? Did you know that birds and bugs actually sing at either 432 or 528. They are God's healing frequencies. So that's why there's nature sounds for, un, you know, under the sleep thing, because that's also 428 or 532. Um, and it has had an, a, a 
damn good effect well, on your sleep. Not yet. Not yet. We don't know yet. We're still. We're, I'm in the middle he, of an experiment. So he, he's been tracking his sleep with the aura ring, which kind of fucks up your whole EMF thing. Anyway, um, no, it doesn't. It you. It's literally sending out its own frequency all day. I have no idea what that sound is. Whatever. Anyway, um, what the fuck is it? I don't know. Some. It sounds like a old tune. Music or something. All right. Yes. Fly Eagles fly 11 in one motherfuckers. Woo! Well, they're not 12 and 0, so whatever. Anyway. Um, that's so weird. Dude, there's like a car driving by our house right now, like playing music. Or it like is really loud. Yeah. Sounds like a cop. Yeah, it does. Anyway, I don't see any flashing lights though. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna get out of here. We are because <laughs> uh, Josh has got a, Josh. Door. Yeah, I, I might be able to go. Go, go, go! All right, the fire, the oh. firemen, and the cops are outside with Santa. So Holy shit, they Jesus. like they like came in. I was like, oh Jesus, Good God. Okay, here we well, go. At least they're not coming for us. Here we go. <laughs> oh, getting, you guys are about to see it. We're not getting swatted. Nick's about to get we fucking are, busy. We are not getting Woo! swatted by Santa. Okay, we're gonna go out and see Santa though. So we will talk to y'all later. <laughs> Have a great night, folks. Enjoy. Uh, we will talk to you later tomorrow uh, for the Mick and Lynn. We'll see you tomorrow night, folks. Have a great night. Thanks for watching. Running that mouth, I never
take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirt south with a truck seat eye and he straight pipes loud. This land, a land of freedom, double barrels in case we need. Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need em. Shotgun raised from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late to come around here, son, running your mouth. You can fuck around and find out.